0: Welcome to Marketing Like a Mother, a podcast made for mompreneurs by mompreneurs. Each week, we are diving into mom-approved business and marketing strategies to help you grow a profitable and family-friendly business. Today, I am your host, Olivia Radcliffe, and I am here with the amazing Danielle Mendoza. Danielle is a wife, a mom, a podcast host, an international bestselling author, and business development coach. So inside her Confident Concept Expert Book Accelerator, she's helping brilliant and busy women scale their businesses by creating a high-level strategy for bringing their dream project out of their head and into the world. So after facing curable but very stubborn skin cancer, Danielle realized her calling was to make sure that women have a chance to help real people by sharing their gifts and their talents before leaving this earth. Her dedication has paid off. In 2022, she was nominated for the best business consultant in the Babe Crafted Awards. When she's not bringing big ideas to life, you can find Danielle hanging out with her two kids and her cats, doing yoga or Pilates, traveling with her husband, or trying a new restaurant with friends. So thank you so much for joining me today, Danielle. I am so excited for our conversation.
1: Thanks for having me, Olivia. I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah. So I know I just gave your intro, but why don't you tell us just a little bit more about who you help and exactly how you help them.
1: Absolutely. So I really focus on helping women entrepreneurs specifically. I want to help women make that shift from community member, mom, sister, daughter, those identities into adding on that identity of business owner and finding a way to do that that makes the most sense for them. And then once they've done that, I like to help them elevate their business by becoming published authors. I think we have so many amazing ideas as women and we leave them on the table often. We're like, oh, one day I'll write a book you know that's a really common thing I hear I'd love to write a book or I've always been told I should share these stories but they don't really know where to get started they don't know how to do it in a way that makes sense for their business. They feel like, well, maybe one day after I'm this huge success, I'll write some kind of memoir or something like that. And actually their stories are what does drive their business to that huge successful place. So I like to help them figure out what's the goal for sharing their stories And why do they want to share those stories? And then we put it together in a way that can actually leverage their business for growth so that they're turning readers into paying clients.
0: I love it. And I love what you said about, you know, I think there's a lot of people who think writing a book and being published, being a published author is a someday goal. Like I have to be some different person other than who I am now, a more successful person version of myself in order to do that. And I think- kind of making that realization of, Oh no, you can actually do that right now. You are in the absolute best place to sit down and get these stories out and go from there. Um, I think that's a really key realization. So, so yeah, I how... find that women often, sorry, no, you go for it. <laughs>
1: I find that women often think they need a ton of time, so they need to be less busy in their business, less busy with their family, or have, you know, big vacation sabbatical kind of thing planned to be able to write, and that's really not the case, we can get a lot of writing done in just an hour or two a day, and Honestly, if you have a business, if you have a podcast like this, or you have a blog, or even if you're just active on social media, you have so many words already written, you don't even realize it. I mean, once I laid out the framework for my book, Manifest Success, I had over 10,000 words already written just in social media posts and emails that I'd sent out. So copy pasting a lot of that into your book and then cleaning it up for the book format is a great way to move forward on that word count very, very quickly quickly reducing the amount of time you actually need to spend in the writing process
0: that's i love it you you answered my question by the way before i even was able to ask it that was exactly what i was going to ask but because most of us yeah our schedules are super packed we're wearing a million different hats and the thought of taking that time to actually sit down and write and make our thoughts be somewhat coherent i i know can be a big hurdle for some people so um how do you recommend people start? by looking at this content they have, where where do they even start with everything?
1: So I find the key is starting with a framework for your book. You've got to have this framework laid out. And that's a big part of what I do inside the book. The Expert Book Accelerator is help women develop that framework. But it really starts like most things in business, like anything with marketing, it starts with understanding who are you talking to? Mm -hmm. So if you're a life coach, you might think, well, the tools I can put in my book and the stories I can share can help anyone. And that's partly true. But if we talk to everyone, we talk to no one, right? So we have to say, Who is the reader of my book? Who is this person? What are they experiencing in their day-to-day life? What are they experiencing in their business or at work or in their home? Whoever we're talking to, we have to have that deep understanding of who they are. And then the second part of that is having the understanding of what is their mindset? where are they at in terms of their mindset when they tend to first come into the realm of your world? Mm -hmm. Are they problem aware at this point? Or is there a little bit of education that needs to go on so that they understand, oh, yeah, I do identify with that problem. And then you start sharing the solution so that they can understand that you're the one who helps. And the idea is to lay out this framework that shifts their mindset from that starting place into the mindset of the heck yes client, the one who is like, take my money. I don't even need to know how much it costs. I just know that I want to work with you. So we're using our book to share our personality, but also to share our process and to offer the reader some quick wins so that by the end of that book, after we've spent two to four hours with them while they're reading, they have the opportunity to say, let's do this and jump on board as a paying client.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, I know there's, there's a lot of people out there who are going to say, well, if I share all of my secrets, everything I have in this book, what is left for them to pay me for you? Why can't they just read the book and do it? Why would they give me money? How do you handle objections like that?
1: I think we often forget the real reasons why people pay to work with us and I find the number one reason is accountability. Mm-hmm. So it's one thing to have knowledge. I mean the internet is full of all the knowledge. There you know isn't a lot new that's been recreated out there. It's just been presented in a different way that might make more sense to one person than another way. Um, But the knowledge is out there. The thing is, as humans, we take this knowledge in and then we kind of do nothing with it. We need someone who has created a container for us to put that knowledge into play, to experiment with it, to figure out, you know, why isn't this working or even reflect on why is this working and to be able to guide us through that process. People want guidance. They want Human to human connection. So there really is nothing. I believe there's nothing you can give away in terms of the what that will keep them from wanting to spend money to spend time with you, so that they can go through the how a lot more easily and a lot more quickly.
0: Perfect. Perfectly said. Um, and that's exactly why you know I love buying programs and such because it's that it's that accountability element. It's. I am so busy in my mind, so frazzled that sometimes it's really, really nice to be able to have someone say, step one, look at this and do this, sit down and do this. I'm watching you, you know, I'm going to see if you've done your work. And even, even if they don't have that built in one-on-one accountability or anything, just having it listed out in a framework of steps to do, um, it really, really helps make progress, especially if you're someone super busy jumping from a million different tasks to others. Um, So what does the actual publishing step kind of look like as far as getting this book out onto the page and then out into the world? That's a great question. So we focus
1: on writing within 90 days and in that same 90 days, we're also planning the launch and then how to leverage that book going forward. So it becomes an evergreen monetization tool. So once we've got that planned out, then it's a matter of walking through All the pre publishing steps. We need to find an editor. Most books go through two to three rounds of editing. Depending on your writing style and your writing capability, you may need a creative editor who can help you refine that storytelling. Almost everyone needs a line editor. That's the person who's going to look at the grammar, the spelling, are all the commas and periods and exclamation points in the right place? And then you have to go to a proofreader. So the thing is, when you and I read a book that we're writing and then our editor goes through it. Our brain misses things. It misses mistakes. Our brains have this amazing ability to correct mistakes. And that's great for living in the real world, but not so great when it comes to proofreading a book. So you want to hire a separate proofreader who can actually go through with fresh eyes and pick out all of those mistakes. And then you want to look at your ISBN, setting up those records. The ISBN is that number that assigns your book to you when it's in bookstores or library systems and then you've got to go through cover design and formatting formatting is laying out that interior of the book where are the chapter numbers where do the page numbers go what kind of font is your book written in all of those things and then you have to take a look at actually setting up for publishing if you're self-publishing it's setting it up on kindle for an ebook release or setting it up through another method for a print book release and then you want to plan out your launch. And like I said, we plan that out in the very beginning so that you can be executing toward your launch as you're working on all these other pre-publishing steps. Then comes launch day. It's really exciting. Ideally, you get the bulk of your network to make that purchase in a short period of time so that you can rank as a bestseller. And then you've got this best-selling author title um, under your belt, which is a really great feeling. It's always fun to see which lists you've topped and in which countries. Um, The last book I released topped 43 lists in three different countries. So that was a lot of fun to watch that happen. And we just watch it unfold from there. And then you've got this huge buzz around your book because you've stepped out with this awesome launch that you can celebrate, which positions you perfectly for stepping into the leveraging part of your plan and using that book to increase your visibility, to get featured on podcasts, on speaking engagement stages, on the media, you know, all different kinds of ways you can use your book. And that will lead you to more lead generation, which then turns into more paying clients coming into your business.
0: Hmm. I love it. So, what sort of results can people expect to see after having a published book? I mean, you touched on this a little bit. You know, having the new leads and being able to utilize your book, leverage your book to get on podcasts and speaking engagements. How I'm, I'm curious. How far have you seen this go? You know what? What can people get from this?
1: Yeah. I mean, it starts from the very beginning. It's so funny. When I was first writing my book, before it was even published, I started talking about writing my book. And I go over this with all of my authors, how to leverage before publishing even. Mm -hmm. And I landed two new clients into my business before my book was ever even released. And since it's been released, it's been my best lead generator, which then puts more people into the nurturing process for my business. Mm -hmm. And then they get to know me. I have the opportunity to connect with them in emails and on social media. And some of those have turned into paying clients. So we often think, okay, I'll write this book and then I need to focus on book sales. And I think that's the exact wrong approach to take if you're a woman entrepreneur. I mean, we are not writing as our genius, we are writing to share our genius. And so we need to stay in our zone of genius and not try to become a writer who's making money by writing and selling books. We're increasing our revenue by leveraging this book to bring clients into the zone where we actually shine. Mm-hmm. And so we just wanna make sure that you know our offer is priced high enough that it makes sense for the effort that might go into a project like this it's usually a high ticket offer three to five to ten thousand and then we're we're going forward with some kind of a lead generator that's in the book so that people are getting on the list right away and you have the opportunity to connect with them over the fact that they've been reading your book mm-hmm. and it just kind of goes from there so it depends on how many people can you get your book into the hands of and not how many can you sell, which means you can be speaking on a stage and you can give away digital copies of your book for free. Mm -hmm. And then you can grow your list by leaps and bounds. So if you grow your list by about 600 and your um, offer sells for 5,000, you're probably looking at about $120,000 within a year, if you can get your book into the hands of enough people to put 600 people on your list based on like standard email conversion rates. Mm -hmm. Um, So it can obviously just be increased from there for sure.
0: So if someone is, you know, maybe not on the creative side of things, maybe they're not terribly creative or they don't think they're terribly creative. and they're not sure how to get started or what sort of stories they have, and they don't have a lot of time to sit down and write, do you still think this is a good method for them, a good project to work on?
1: If they're feeling limited in terms of the stories, if, They're feeling like they don't have a lot of time or financial investment to leverage into this project, they might consider joining a multi author book. So that's another one of my services. I published the Business on Purpose multi author book for women entrepreneurs. And then you only are concerned with 3000 words. Mm -hmm. All all you have to do is write out that one chapter. It's usually got a few stories from your past in it. It shares a couple client stories and it really focuses on ending in that vision for the future, that vision that you have for a better world, for a better way. And it invites people to reach out to you. And so that's a great way if you're feeling like I don't know about this. Like someone told me I should share my story, but I'm not quite a writer. Um, A multi-author book is an awesome way to dip your toe into it. If you're committed to a solo author book and you're still concerned about that sort of thing, I say, let's talk, because that is exactly what I specialize in, is working with women who don't feel like writers. We have way more stories than we think we do. And the beautiful thing about a book is, you don't have to bring in only your own stories or only client stories. Um, In my book, Manifest Success, there is a story about Gwyneth Paltrow. It's a story that illustrates the point that I was making in the chapter. So there are stories all around us that we can pull from. And part of what I teach is storytelling basics. How do we piece a story together so that it's interesting, so that it's entertaining, so that it draws people into the experience? And your editors are really great at helping you make sure those stories make sense, that they're bright and vibrant. And so that's something that we forget. We think we have to write the perfect book as the author. And that is just not true. I mean, even Neil Gaiman, he's a super famous author. He released the first draft of one of his chapters from a very famous book. And it's terrible. And he's like, this is what it looks like. He, you know, he's he's known for saying first drafts are trash. And that is always true. Um, it's going through those edits, it's going through that process of refining it with getting new eyes on the book, maybe having a couple test readers who represent your best reader, taking a look at it, telling you what makes sense, what doesn't, what felt boring, what felt interesting, and expanding and contracting with those notes in mind that will make the book really good, good read good for people to listen to, good for people to get results with. And it'll be a book that works for you.
0: Yeah. So I'm curious, and I know this is probably a very hard open-ended question here, but you mentioned the financial investment in doing a solo book. What can someone expect to need to bring to the table as far as their budget goes to hire all of the different editors you mentioned and all the publishing and you know, all of that stuff?
1: Yeah. So I recommend having 30,000 at the ready and you can publish a book for less than that. I will say that it is possible. There are lots of hybrid publishers out there who are charging between five and 10,000 and they offer editing, they offer cover design, but I will say this is an industry where you often see what you pay is the quality that you get. Mm. And so I think it's important to be able to understand that, if you're talking a multi six-figure return over a few years after publishing your book, it's worth that initial investment of about 30000 to make sure you're coming out with a product that represents the quality of the services that you provide, the quality of your brand. Mm-hmm. You want it to align. You don't want to be this high-level brand with a seven-figure business, and then you release your book and it kind of falls flat because it's got that low-end feel. So it is something that you wanna be ready to do. A multi-author book is a much simpler investment Um, to participate in my multi-author book. It's around 2200. So it's a fraction of the investment and a fraction of the work because my team handles the editing, the cover design, the formatting, all the publishing setup. Um, So if you're gonna do a solo author book, you do need to be ready to come to the table with a little bit more time a little bit more willingness to step into the unknown because there are things to navigate but that's part of my service as well with solo authors is i'm walking them through that entire process after writing until the launch day
0: hmm. is that kind of the return people can expect in in your experience you said multi six figure over next few years after launch
1: If they have the right plan for leveraging their book and if they put in the work after it's published. Mm -hmm. So you've really got to be committed to increasing your visibility, which means you've got to have the systems in place in your business to support that. You've got to have the opportunity to get on those stages, to get on those podcast interviews, to write up guest blogs. Um, The beauty of the book, too, is you have all this content, you know, you have 30 to 60,000 words of content, so your team can be repurposing all of that so you're freeing yourself up from having to be on social media so much, Mm -hmm. having to come up with new ways to say things it's all there in your book. And you can allow them to repurpose that ongoing. It's part of the leveraging strategy that we lay out in my program. So then you're free to do those other things to be able to get on the stages and get visible and share your story in a way that does bring people in. You also have to have the systems in place to be able to accept an influx of clients. Mm -hmm. If you're maxed out on your clientele right now, and then you launch a book, And people come to you and you don't have the space to work with them, that's going to be a problem. And you're not going to be able to see that financial return, right? So it's having that stuff in place that will make the difference about whether or not you're seeing that kind of return, but like I said, it's very reasonable that if you increase your visibility in the right ways, you could get at least 600 people new to your list through your book. And then you're looking at, you know, with a $5,000 program, about 24 people signing up. And I think that's $120,000 roughly in a revenue increase in just a year.
0: Great. I love it. Um, any tips you have for helping if someone has all of these ideas? For books. I know I've talked with a lot of my friends, and we're all like, oh, we have so many ideas, so many stories you want to get out. How do you help someone kind of pick one and start from there?
1: You might be surprised how many of them actually connect. So I had a client come in for her first consultation. We call it the Project Kickstart consultation. And she's like, I have ideas for like five different books. And we went through them all, and I helped her to see how they actually all come together in one book. Hmm. So it was one book that made the most sense. So we create this umbrella that kind of encompasses those five different ideas, and they come forward in that one book. Because there's usually a golden thread through them. If you look at those different ideas, if you write out you know, what do I want people to take away from this idea? What does this really mean to the reader? You're going to find this ongoing theme. And so then you can see how they might fit together, or you might see how they domino together. So then you know which one to get started
0: with. Mm -hmm. Find the golden thread. I like it. All right, Danielle, any last minute hard-hitting advice you have for someone who is thinking of writing a book? or being part of a book collaboration?
1: All I can say is just like everything else in business and in life, you're never gonna feel ready before you get started. It's by jumping in and doing the thing that actually makes you feel ready. Um, Most of us before our first kid did not feel ready to have kids, but we said yes to it. We jumped into that adventure and, you know, sometimes even by the time they're 18, we're like, what was I even thinking? What was I doing? (laughs) But here I am on the other end of it. It's a success story. Um, The same is true of writing a book. You're going to think that you want to wait till this day when you feel ready, when you feel qualified, but it's never going to happen until you actually jump into it and start doing it. So just get the help you need to guide you along the way, and you'll have the opportunity to grow into that space. And by the end of your first book, you're going to feel like the next one is a no-brainer.
0: Perfect. So if people want to work with you or learn more about you, where can they go to find information?
1: So I'm on LinkedIn. Um, I'm also on Instagram at confident.concept, or you can visit my website, confidentconcept.com. And on my website, you'll find a video on storytelling basics. If you want to start learning how to tell stories in a way that engages people, it's helpful for social media. It's helpful for emails. um, It's not just for books. It's for all marketing And I also offer my book guide. It's how to write a book that actually makes money. And it's a free download. And it's it's the six things you need to know before you start writing. So all of that's on my website. It's a great place to start. And you can always contact me in the DMs or email me. My email's on my website too. And I love to hear from people and just hear about their ideas.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Danielle. I've really, really appreciated it. Um, thanks for having me. Yeah, I, I am definitely, I've made mental notes. Now I'm going to go check out your program because I have 5 million different book ideas that I'm like, I want to find this golden thread. I want to see how these all fit together. So I'm super thrilled at the moment. So, all right. Well, thank you. And thanks everyone for joining us this week on marketing. Like a mother. If you found value in the show today and want to support Cephala Mompreneurs, we would appreciate a rating or even just telling a friend about the show. And we will be back next week with more marketing tips for busy moms with businesses. Until then, take care.